so on the 15th of December, we had our Congress that was prepared, that we were prepared, working um, toward or for or preparing for uh, a, a month or so, a little longer than a month. And it took place in Tuzla. Uh, it was uh, supposed to be mostly in person, although realizing that the delegates um, throughout Bosnia-Herzegovina and the world for that matter, and they couldn't be in person, at least not all of them, so we decided to have a Zoom uh, session available as well. Um, it was uh, well attended in terms of the delegates. Uh, the presidency was invited. Half the members of the presidency of Platform for Progress showed up. And there were other people who wanted from Platform for Progress who wanted to come, like our uh, city, or, um, city council members and so on. It was mostly um fine without um, without major issues some technical issues with the sound by the end everything was fine major issues major things we wanted to accomplish were to discuss the resignation of the presidency the 17 member presidential uh, governing board of platform for progress and it was accepted not not unanimously it was accepted um, after several reports were uh, submitted um, financial presidential uh, the president of platform mine and the um, presidential governing body um, um, the report um, report of the our um, election um, committee or team anyway the delegates had the uh, first of all materials ahead of time distributed to them but also those were presented in some uh, shortened version at the Congress itself uh, some discussion about whether the presidential board, uh, governing board needs to, uh, or presidency needs to uh, really uh, resign, but in the end prevail the opinion that obviously there, there are many things to blame and um, circumstances in which we operate, but uh, it is a, a good moral act to accept responsibility and say, okay, let's perhaps um, find a, another group of people who will lead, or perhaps some of those people would stay and others would join the board and so on. I also uh, um, uh, submitted my report and offered my resignation, and that one was rejected unanimously. Um, then we talked about the need for a new bylaws in order to have more freedom of action, more flexibility, to be able to remove people who don't perform or reward those who do perform without going back to the um, assemblies that elected them or, or whatever, because right now you cannot do much. If somebody's not doing their job, 
you have to rely on those who elected them to remove them, even though they have no responsibility for the party, but then you rely on them to act. And then so many other examples that uh, drove our human resources policy and that needed to be changed, reorganizing ourselves ourselves according to the uh, election laws of the land. For example, what are the um, districts, um, electoral districts? We need to be aligned with them, just like all other parties. We wanted to, um, we did the right thing. We got organized in a way that we think the country should be organized. We don't believe in cantons that overlay, that. Uh, uh, too much of an administrative burden is placed on the country to sustain all those administrative bodies that need to govern cantons. Um, also, we have regions that cross entity lines so that people think integratively. Our statute is, is really so completely um, democratic that uh, Nobody can do almost anything without everybody else agreeing on it. But we demonstrated that that's in, in Bosnia, at least, Bosnia has civilian conditions or circumstances is not the best way of acting. So Congress, uh, the Congress adapted, accepted the fact that we need to change, adopted a set of guidelines, what kind of change needs to take place. There were some of the recommendations on the part of the delegates. And so that was established. Um, lasted for six hours, even though it was uh, scheduled for three and a half, simply because um, people wanted to say um, things, and that was good. Now, the next step um, is that uh, the presidency governing body, uh, presidential governing body, is in sort of technical mandate. Somebody has to lead the um, organization in the meantime and we set aside we basically said in march we're going to have um, a new congress uh out of the ordinary extraordinary whatever you call it <clears throat> uh, not, not the regular one there's going to be election that in march we can adopt up the discussions um, about the new bylaws and establishing new bylaws we can vote on it and then based on the vote um, put together a new um, um, presidential governing board. We also um, thinking of establishing something that's called um, the main board or the, um, I don't know what they call it. It's the main board, this, uh, direct translation, but that's not a meaning. The, the governing, the body that's maybe 50, 60 people who will be the major decision makers uh, between Congresses and the policy and everything. And then the presidential body, presidential governing board, the presidency would then be uh, like um, executive branch of that uh, body that would um, operate on a day-to-day -day -day basis by the main guidelines we set by this larger board that would include the broader representation of the people in, 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 in Platform for Progress. Anyway, many changes, um, hopefully through the discussions about that, we are going to learn what it is that, who it is that we need to be in terms of operational efficiency and how to get organized and what the expectations will be. I ask for more uh, 
uh, right in terms of since I have all the responsibility, um, I am basically as president responsible for everything that's happening inside there. I asked for, I said I'm not, I don't want to operate under these circumstances anymore. That my my reputation may be, may be affected by anybody and everybody, and I have no means or tools to either govern or defend myself. So I said, I don't want to do that. So if I'm accused of uh, poor um, decisions regarding the um, um, putting people in the right places and having the right people in the right places, then I would like to be able to do that, to put the people in the right places so that I know what I'm responsible for, or at least if I directly actively participate in the process. So we'll see what it comes out to be. Um, in the meantime, uh, we are we had yesterday a session of the presidential governing board in the in the technical mandate. Uh, wanted to have a session, did not have a quorum, but we just talked about what needs to be done. What needs to happen next is that the presidency basically ask its statutory statutory committee to. Um, to draft the first version of the new bylaws, uh, based on uh, based on the decisions of the Congress and the guidelines of the Congress, um, we are now waiting uh, for the final documents, like the minutes of the Congress, the decisions, the formal. Uh, um, in Bosnia and Herzegovina, they're big on this. For every decision that's made, there's a special separate piece of paper that says this decision has been made on that day by these people. And so 10 decisions take papers <laughs> and somebody has to sign them. So it's not just enough that it's in the minutes. It's in the minutes, but it also has to be um, written up as a decision. Mm. It has a number and it goes into the book of decisions that anybody can later on come back and read it and you can distribute it to certain people. So this board, this uh, body made this decision on that day. Uh, it's amazingly elaborate administrative, administrative process. And I don't know how anybody can do anything bad in this country and everybody's doing it. When the processes of middle billion processes are in place, so I, this is a huge, um, and unknown for me how things like that can happen. So that needs to happen, submit to that, we call it statutory mm -hmm. committee because, so the bylaws we call a statute of uh, the company. And um, hopefully they will accept the charge to write it. Um, not everybody's um, really happy uh, with the fact that we would like to make some drastic changes. And in case that they don't think that they are up for it, up to it, then we will just uh, appoint other people who we have in the, in the party who can do that and are willing to do that. So we'll try again um, uh, to have another meeting of the presidential board probably next Thursday because there are some financial decisions that we need to make. Uh, adopt a budget for the next year. Um, extend the contract of two people that uh, two of the three people that we have in our main office, and so on. Uh, in the meantime, 
we have to keep our membership in um, appraised of what is happening. And I already sent one e one email to everybody saying, "Here's what's happening now." Um, once these documents, like minutes and decisions, are may are prepared, we will send a copy of that to all the members so that they know. Uh, let them know that, um, that that we have started. We are starting to work on the first version, uh, first, first draft of the new bylaws. So at least people are informed. Keeping the low profile in terms of the um, general population, we don't want them to to know much. We didn't want to go into oh, we had a Congress, we discussed this, uh, these people resigned. We, the other one, it's just a negative yeah. press, so we didn't want it. Basically, we are just keeping the line low. In the meantime, we are talking to representative of, representatives of the media, letting them know um, that we are here. We are redesigning, um, reforming the company, the um, uh, party and that uh, what it would take to have special relationship with them because that's what I do basically in the end. You need to provide some support for them in order to receive support from them, um, support in terms of uh, media presence. And uh, after that, I came to the United States um, to my university, my college to see um, uh, to prepare for that for the next semester that I will start teaching uh, a couple of um, uh, one class two sessions of the same class that I'm going to be teaching for the first time and then see we'll we'll go from there also came to see the, the kids and the grandkids and uh, to spend holidays here with them and then we'll go from there that's about my think about that's about it well for you obviously you were planning to step down as president that was rejected just how do you see your involvement now moving forward well i uh i need to prepare the party for um for the local elections, it, it is, we need to sort things out internally through March and then devote completely our time to to the rest of the story, meaning preparing for the elections. Um, so I see my role as somebody who As somebody who will um, be be someone who be the anchor in this process to uh, perhaps attract attract um, the right people in local environments who will want to be on our um, candidates list, who will want to be the ones who will maybe turn the organization around in those areas because we haven't really grown at all in since 2020 and we need to change that. Um, people simply didn't 
didn't do the uh, the groundwork to actually go from house to house to talk to people. It was mostly meetings and some uh, Facebook activity. So my role is to find the people who will be uh, both the uh, both able to. Uh, change the organization, uh, upgrade it, uh, renovate it, and do better in attracting people and getting us uh, organized in various cities, but also to find people who will be on the lists. And so I see myself in that role, um, help turn things around and find the people who will be the front in the future. Uh, both as candidates and the leaders in local organizations. Um, I clearly will not be on the ballot in look for local elections. I also suggested that we realign our congresses to be aligned with the election years. So instead of Congress of 23, that we have the Congress in November of 24, after the local elections in October of 24. And uh, that's the point where we need the electing of the president. So I see myself as, as somebody who will lead uh, the change, but not uh, hopefully find some other people who will be the front of the organization, both in terms of the public media and the organization itself. In terms of the overall mood dynamics of the Congress. I know in the past, it, because of the circumstances, it's been quite magical at times in terms of things that were happening. Was it more, it sounds like this was just more business. These are things that we've got to do now. It's like, okay, we've done our celebrating and stuff and happy, happy before we get down to yeah. business, sort of. Absolutely true. Our Congress is thus far, for the most part, uh, very celebratory and gave a chance to people to get together and feel part of something larger than themselves. This one, because of the election results, was really just uh, work, working closed, closed for public, uh, only open for our members. And we went through that um, really with all sincerity in, in wanting to create a better, more flexible, more functional organization. And so it was, it was a work, uh, working Congress, right? It was, um, but even in that, just seeing the fact, uh, just um, the fact that there were no accusations, there were no desperate voices, that it was a, a group of people who believe in the idea, in the cause, understand the circumstances, and would like to do everything in their power to change things for the better. And that was also one um, a really good message. Are you seeing, I mean, is the mood still upbeat? I mean, are people that have been staunch supporters throughout remaining with the party through this process? Right. Uh, that's one thing that that really um, is a tribute to, to us. Um, very few people left. Uh, and you expect in Bosnia that people leave when something when something good doesn't happen because they would like to get on the winning 
wheel on the winning train and on the bus. And um, not much of that, which basically is saying that we are getting to the point where only those who believe are here and not those who are transient and just looking for the next train to get into the next station. So that's that was really a good, good thing, good news. And I'm grateful for that to people who clearly understood that this is not a party just like any other and understood that we're going to have uh, good times and tough times. And they, they understood that what we are trying to do is the hardest thing to do, to change society, to change the values. And it may be a really long time before people realize who we are, what we're trying to do. But the good thing is that those people accepted it. Basically, they're saying we cannot see ourselves in, a, in another party. So either let's make this work and to wait as long as it takes, but let's not just wait. Let's just do the right thing in the process. Well, do you still try to chip away a little at a time with the prevailing attitude of, you know, vote for something as opposed to against something? I know that that's boggled you. It's like that's kind of the mentality and you've got to deal with it all the time. Absolutely. And... Uh... Even today, we when I read the newspapers, it is the people are now disgruntled with what's happening now with this new coalition of eight parties that replaced the one nationalist of the three. They are making many uh, concessions to the other two nationalists, and people are saying, "Well, we didn't vote for you in order to do that." But still, they are continuing. And every time anybody creates a, a ray, would, would raise a voice and say, listen, this is not right, uh, the voice of those eight come back and says, oh, come on, this is a historic moment. We, we, we waited for this change. This is a change in itself, just that they are not here. Not in my book, but that's still the prevalent opinion. And I'm really sad when I see that people are again pushed into uh, just accepting other people's opinions. And now it's not uh, uh, that there is one mantra, but there are two. There's nationalist mantra and there's another one. There's no attempt really to create a better country, but find it by, uh, by finding the right people in all sides and creating in one uh, unified front and saying, let's do this because this is our country. It's just um, really, really, really just a battle for money, for positions that bring money. And it saddens me to no end. And in the process, we still get accused of, oh, you didn't get on board. No, uh, did not, will never get on, on board of that kind of opinion, because I honestly believe that, that voting against something will never get you anywhere. It has to be that you believe in something, you fight for it, and then you vote for it, and you try to see that kind of change. Now, such is life. Mm -hmm. um, such is life. I, would, I really didn't know what to think after the elections. I, I clearly didn't like the, the outcome, and I was concern. But now more and more I'm, I'm confident that you really cannot 
just go with the flow. You you have to have some something in you that defines what is it what it is worth uh, living fighting for. And I found it, so I'm okay with it. Um, it goes against the grain. It, it's not easy to do. But then somebody said the things that I were doing are never easy. So. Here's the story. <laughs> you should be commended for your perseverance, for sure, with that. And just one last one that we haven't addressed for quite some time, the war in Ukraine. How does it continue, I assume, impacts Bosnia and Herzegovina in some way, shape, or form? Well, it continues because um, it serves as a constant reminder of what can happen when you uh, rely on others when it comes to your destiny. And in the case of Bosnia-Herzegovina and the whole region, it's where the it's the world stage. It's where the United States is. It's where the United, United uh, European Union is in terms of their interests. It's where China is. It's where Russia is. It's where Turkey is. And um, any sign of strength of Russia in that war just is an immediate danger that it's going to somehow ar arrive at our shores as well. That kind of sentiment of war. And they have enough proxies in the region, both in terms of Serbia and the Republic of Srpska and Bosnia Herzegovina, that they constantly remind you of their friendship with Russia and constantly preventing Bosnia Herzegovina. Uh, to do the right thing, because often for the right message, you have to have all three members of the president to agree to it, and we don't have that agreement. One is always going to side with Serbia, for example. Uh, so it is, um, as long as the war in Ukraine is, is active, uh, we are constantly um, trying to evaluate what is happening, because um, any sign of strength uh, of Russia is is sign of danger for Bosnia-Herzegovina. Uh, the fact that it seems like it might be a prolonged war is also dangerous, because it you would like that danger to go away. Right. So, and it's not there. So Russia is not showing any signs that of uh, withdrawal or or not pursuing their offensive policies. Whether it's going to be like that as long as Mr. Putin is alive or in power, I don't know. But whether there are there other people who think like that in, in Russia, I don't know. But right now. Um, we can never be at ease as long as that attitude from Russia is coming towards the world and us, in the, for that matter.